Chapter seven of the wise woman. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nathan at antipodeanwriter.wordpress.com. The wise woman by George MacDonald. Chapter seven. Notwithstanding the differences between the two girls, which were indeed so many that most people would have said they were not in the least alike, they were the same in this, that each cared more for her own fancies and desires than for anything else in the world. But I will tell you another difference. The princess was like several children in one, such was the variety of her moods, and in one mood she had no recollection or care about anything whatever belonging to a previous mood, not even if it had left her but a moment before and had been so violent as to make her ready to put her hand in the fire to get what she wanted plainly she was a mere puppet of her moods and more than that any cunning nurse who knew her well enough could call or send away those moods almost as she pleased like a showman pulling strings behind a show agnes on the contrary seldom changed her mood but kept that of calm assured self-satisfaction father nor mother had ever by wise punishment helped her to gain a victory over herself and do what she did not like or choose and their folly in reasoning with one unreasonable had fixed her in her conceit she would actually nod her head to herself in complacent pride that she had stood out against them this however was not so difficult as to justify even the pride of having conquered seeing she loved them so little and paid so little attention to the arguments and persuasions they used neither when she found herself wrapped in the dark folds of the wise woman's cloak did she behave in the least like the princess for she was not afraid she'll soon set me down she said too self-important to suppose that any one would dare do her an injury whether it be a good thing or a bad not to be afraid depends on what the fearlessness is founded upon some have no fear because they have no knowledge of the danger there is nothing fine in that some are too stupid to be afraid there is nothing fine in that some who were not easily frightened would yet turn their backs and run the moment they were frightened such never had more courage than fear but the man who will do his work in spite of his fear is a man of true courage that fearlessness of agnes was only ignorance she did not know what it was to be hurt she had never read a single story of giant or ogress or wolf and her mother had never carried out one of her threats of punishment the wise woman had but pinched her she would have shown herself an abject little coward trembling with fear at every change of motion so long as she carried her nothing such however was in the wise woman's plan for the curing of her on and on she carried her without a word she knew that if she set her down she would never run after her like the princess at least not before the evil thing was already upon her on and on she went never halting never letting the light look in or agnes look out she walked very fast and got home to her cottage very soon after the princess had gone from it but she did not set agnes down either in the cottage or in the great hall she had other places none of them alike the place she had chosen for agnes was a strange one such a one as is to be found nowhere else in the wide world it was a great hollow sphere made of a substance similar to that of the mirror which rosamond had broken but differently compounded that substance no one could see by itself it had neither door nor window nor any opening to break its perfect roundness the wise woman carried agnes into a dark room there undressed her took from her hand her knitting needles and put her naked as she was born into the hollow sphere what sort of a place it was she could not tell she could see nothing but a faint cold bluish light all about her she could not feel that anything supported her yet she did not sink she stood for a while perfectly calm then sat down 
nothing bad could happen to her she was so important and indeed it was but this she had cared only for somebody and now she was going to have only somebody her own choice was going to be carried a good deal farther for her than she would have knowingly carried it for herself after sitting a while she wished she had something to do but nothing came a little longer and it grew wearisome she would see whether she could not walk out of the strange luminous dusk that surrounded her walk she found she could well enough but walk out she could not on and on she went keeping as much in a straight line as she might but after walking until she was thoroughly tired she found herself no nearer out of her prison than before she had not indeed advanced a single step for in whatever direction she tried to go the sphere turned round and round answering her feet accordingly like a squirrel in his cage she kept but placing another spot of the cunningly suspended sphere under her feet and she would have been still only at its lowest point after walking for ages at length she cried aloud but there was no answer it grew dreary and drearier in her that is outside there was no change nothing was overhead nothing underfoot nothing on either hand but the same pale faint bluish glimmer she wept at last then grew very angry and then sullen but nobody heeded whether she cried or laughed it was all the same to the cold unmoving twilight that rounded her on and on went the dreary hours or did they go at all no change no pause no hope on and on till she felt she was forgotten and then she grew strangely still and fell asleep the moment she was asleep the wise woman came lifted her out and laid her in her bosom fed her with a wonderful milk which she received without knowing it nursed her all the night long and just ere she woke laid her back in the blue sphere again when first she came to herself she thought the horrors of the preceding day had been all a dream of the night they soon asserted themselves as facts for here they were nothing to see but a cold blue light and nothing to do but see it oh how slowly the hours went by she lost all notion of time if she had been told that she had been there twenty years she would have believed it for twenty minutes it would have been all the same except for weariness time was for her no more another night came and another still during both of which the wise woman nursed and fed her but she knew nothing of that and the same one dreary day seemed ever brooding over her all at once on the third day she was aware that a naked child was seated beside her there was something about the child that made her shudder she never looked at agnes but sat with her chin sunk on her chest and her eyes staring at her own toes she was the colour of pale earth with a pinched nose and a mere slit in her face for a mouth how ugly she is thought agnes what business has she beside me but it was so lonely that she would have been glad to play with a serpent and put out her hand to touch her she touched nothing the child also put out her hand but in the direction away from agnes and that was well for if she had touched agnes it would have killed her then agnes said who are you and the little girl said who are you i am agnes said agnes and the little girl said i am agnes and agnes thought she was mocking her and said you are ugly and the little girl said you are ugly then agnes lost her temper and put out her hands to seize the little girl but lo the little girl was gone and she found herself tugging at her own hair she let go and there was the little girl again agnes was furious now and flew at her to bite her but she found her teeth in her own arm and the little girl was gone only to return again and each time she came back she was tenfold uglier than before and now agnes hated her with her whole heart the moment she hated her it flashed upon her with a sickening disgust that the child was not another but her own self her somebody and that she was now shut up with her for ever and ever no more for one moment ever to be left alone in her agony of despair sleep descended and she slept when she woke 
there was the little girl heedless ugly miserable staring at her own toes all at once the creature began to smile but with such an odious self-satisfied expression that agnes felt ashamed of seeing her and she began to pat her own cheeks to stroke her own body and examine her finger-ends nodding her head with satisfaction agnes felt that there could not be such another hateful ape-like creature and at the same time was perfectly aware that she was only doing outside of her what she herself had been doing as long as she could remember inside of her she turned sick at herself and would gladly have been put out of existence but for three days the odious companionship went on by the third day agnes was not merely sick but ashamed of the life she had hitherto led was despicable in her own eyes and astonished that she had never seen the truth concerning herself before the next morning she woke in the arms of the wise woman the horror had vanished from her sight and two heavenly eyes were gazing upon her she wept and clung to her and the more she clung the more tenderly did the great strong arms close around her when she had lain thus for a while the wise woman carried her into her cottage and washed her in the little well then dressed her in clean garments and gave her milk and bread when she had eaten it she called her to her and said very solemnly agnes you must not imagine you are cured that you are ashamed of yourself now is no sign that the cause for such shame has ceased in new circumstances especially after you have done well for a while you will be in danger of thinking just as much of yourself as before so beware of yourself i am going from home and leave you in charge of the house do just as i tell you till my return she then gave her the same directions she had formerly given rosamond with this difference that she told her to go into the picture-hall when she pleased showing her the entrance against which the clock no longer stood and went away closing the door behind her End of chapter 7 Recording by Nathan at antipodeanwriter.wordpress.com